Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. I meant to say the Donna and Steve experience because that's what it is when you listen to us. I what? messed that up too earlier. Yeah. It's been all right. A, it's, I was gone for a while. We're a show. We're an experience. We're all the things. That, by the way, is DJ Rob Hey, Lobster. he's back. Did you miss me? Yes. Did you go to some hipster concert? Um, no, I did not. I went to the least hipster possible thing. I went to like suburban Phoenix for three days. What did you do there? Uh, my wife's sister was in a tennis tournament. So otherwise we just sat around at a pool and drank, you know, gin and tonics and nice. That's all. Was it just like toasty weather out there? Oh my God. It was like 87 every day. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Do they have a pool? It was a pool. It was a hot tub situation. Like I said, it was not very hipster. Uh, we sat around and acted like old people. You're describing my paradise. <laughs> it was pretty nice. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing, Rocco. Welcome back. Thank you. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. All right, so uh, we were talking about Adele, One Night Only, which aired last night on CBS. Did either of you check it out? No. I'd like to, but I did not. It was a really good concert. It was so great. It was star-studded. There were lots of uh, famous people in the audience. Um, Small. It was at that observatory in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's the Griffith Observatory. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful venue. And the sky was like purple and orange Mm. and the backdrop of the hollywood hills Hollywood sign it was beautiful Mm. and she was delightful and in between speaking of beautiful they were at they did an interview prior to which was you know pre-filmed in oprah's rose garden which is like a park i mean just unbelievably gorgeous and Oprah, you know, asked her some questions. It was pretty low-key, but... So not a lot of hard-hitting questions? The Oprah mm-hmm. interview was a little soft? I would say that it it was slow and steady. You know, okay. slow and steady. She got out of it what I'm sure she was looking for and leading into the songs like Dawn McLean was saying before she left a little while ago. Um, I enjoyed it. I watched the entire thing. Um, watched her perform every song from start to finish. It, she's just her voice. You you feel like you're listening to a recording. 
And she could just be talking and yucking it up with the audience and then boom, goes into this dramatic, amazing Yeah, she is world-class talent. And for those of us who missed it, it is uh, still on Paramount+. Plus. Excellent. I would like to see what the numbers are for viewership. Yeah. Because... I'd like to see Oprah's paycheck. (laughs) She's doing these stunt interviews. It's so great for her. And she looks amazing, too, by the way. Mm. She just looks so good. Who says money can't buy you good looks? Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so... Oprah had asked her about her weight. Like, did you know she lost nearly a hundred pounds? Oh, it was the first time we saw that first photo a couple of years ago. We hadn't seen her in a while, and the internet went crazy. It was a, it was a very significant contribution. Or contribution. Uh, <laughs> that's not at all what I meant. <laughs> transformation. Uh, transformation is the word that I was looking for. Thank you, Rock. I would have mm-hmm. never guessed she lost a hundred pounds. Never. Oh, ever, I would have for sure. I would have thought maybe 40, 50 pounds. Um, because I don't know, she, she looks great all the time. Doesn't matter. So Oprah asked her about some of the people who felt like she abandoned them because she was one of them before an Mm -hmm. average looking, you know, weight wise woman. And now she lost this weight. And here's what, uh, Oprah asked and how she responded. I want to know, what has the experience of losing this been like for you and also people's reaction to it? I'm not shocked or even fazed by it because my body has been objectified my entire career. Mm. I'm either too big, I'm either too small, like, you know, I'm either hot or I'm either not, like, whatever. I never looked up to anyone because of their body. You know, I never admired anyone because they had the same hair color as me or the same style as me or, you know, whatever. So we're the same weight as you. Never. Never, ever, ever. And when you were heavier, you were fine. I was, and I was body positive then, and I'm body positive now. But it's not my job to validate how people feel about their bodies. And I feel bad that, you know, it's made anyone feel horrible about themselves. But I, that's not my job. And I, I can't, I'm trying to sort my own life out. You know, I can't add, <laughs> I can't add another worry and another thing to try and nail. I can't, like, you know, and, um. I got that. I love that. I love that she's basically saying, like, I have my own problems. You work out you. Yeah, right. It's not my job to do that. And, you know, she started working out not to lose weight. She said she always worked out because she has back problems. And she started working out every day. And this was just kind of a side effect of working out so much. Hmm. She talked about how much she loves weightlifting. This is like me, Donna. Exactly like you. Oh my girl. But completely different. She can she she says I'm an athlete. She says she can uh not bench press, deadlift uh 160 pounds. That's awesome. That's incredible. So, she talked about that. It was good. Like Rocco said it's still available on Paramount Plus, so Go and watch it. It was very good. I you just know, love the way she says body positive. 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 You think I'm still working out my own problems, Opie? Opie. <laughs> you, know, you can't do it for, for, for everyone else. Um, I Kudos to her for realizing just because you have a billion people that know who you are doesn't mean that you have to deal with their billion projections about onto you about their own life and all of that just because every that's a good boundary she has set a good boundary of that's not my hill to climb can't do it also you know i have friends 
shout out to uh, the King Brothers who have helped to outfit me on Twin Cities Live. Two twin brothers, and they run this custom suit shop. But they went from, um, they had like a really significant weight loss, too, where we had them on the show, and then we didn't have them on for six months. We were like, wow, these guys, they're looking good. And then three months later went by. It was crazy. And the same thing, she mentions weightlifting. They said that was the key for them was um, they stopped drinking, which stopped all like the cravings and all the bad stuff that comes along with that. And then they just lifted weights, and muscle beats fat every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah. Adele, okay. and The Rock getting to Iron Paradise together, get a little clang and a little bang. You're really cutting into my Taylor Swift time here. Oh, oh that wasn't intentional. She's forever, ever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. <laughs> just dropped a brand new video directed by Blake Lively. It is for the song I Bet You Think About Me, which is on her new um, re-recorded version of Red. Uh, on this song is Chris Stapleton. You want to hear a little sampling? Yes. Uh-oh, is that something I need to do? Oh, yep. Yeah. Where is it? I, want I, to I wrote right there, D-A under country. Uh, usually I expect a link. She's, she's uh, no, that's getting... Steve Leaves links. I don't do links. Okay, under country. Which is, which is better? I got it. Shut up, Steve. It's, it's just better if I pay attention. Here goes. Very country. Sure. When Doesn't are we going to talk really about her 10-minute crazy ex-girlfriend breakup song. Let's do it when we come right back, okay? okay? And then we'll talk about more uh, that happened on SNL, my favorite sketch that I totally I, relate to. Oh, Lord, I watched it. I thought, oh, I hope Donna's not seeing this. It's going to spook her. Uh, totally did. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to all of that when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Miss those talks with friends at Hi, y'all. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with Donna and Steve. And clomp, clomp, clomp. Rocco, you asked me if you needed to get anything uh, here, and yes, you do. It's what? in yellow. The SNL? Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the show. We could have talked about that during the break. Yeah, it's but all it's cool. right. Our listeners are used to us. Yeah. Doing our show prep. Whoa. Well, I didn't mean right Whoa. now. Whoa, hey, Rocco. Ever since he got back from Arizona, he's still on vacation. Although his beard is back. It's coming. His beard back. That's nice. I didn't even notice it was gone. I shaved it for Halloween. Like completely gone? It was completely Yeah, I was, uh, my wife and I were Bob and Doug McKenzie from from, uh, SCTV for Halloween. Yeah. Way to keep it current. Thanks. You need any Molson? We bought like a 12-er of Molson and we're not (laughs) going to drink it. No, you know, I am so not a beer person that I have... A 12-pack of beer in my fridge that has been sitting there now for weeks, and it's going to expire. Aging it? Are you just it, it <laughs> like does a go wine bad. Seller? It does go bad after a it while. Does. It goes like, I don't know. Skunky, they say. Yeah, yeah. yes. Quite. How's everything? Pretty good. Thanks Pretty for good. asking. Um, yeah. So I love Taylor Swift. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm forever talking about her. Mm-hmm. Total Swifty. Love almost everything she does. So she was on Saturday Night Live this week, and she did one performance as opposed to two. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow, I'm really not familiar with this song. It must never have been a single, because I didn't own the album Red. Mm-hmm. That's the only, I think one of very, I don't know, I just played her so much on the radio that I didn't need to, because I heard her all the time. Sure. So the song's playing and playing and she's performing and she's got backup singers and she's going on and on and on and on and on. I'm like, 
oh my God, have we been watching this performance for like nine minutes now? I said to Rumi, and he's like, yeah, this is the 10-minute version. Like, what in the hell? That's how I felt. I'm trying to get the weekend update, so I'm (laughs) trying to fast forward through it, and I just thought, am I hitting it slow? I thought I was on three times faster, lightning forward, and it just kept going and going and going. I mean, so here's the deal with this song. She basically, this is the original recording of the song. She basically improvised this song when she was at a rehearsal. Just talking about her feelings. She was in a bad place. This is clearly about Jake Gyllenhaal and their breakup. And the, the oh gosh, the sound guys actually ended up recording it because her mom was like, please tell me you were recording that. And they handed her, the, her mom at, Andrea a CD hmm. and said here you go she didn't obviously was not able to put this on the first version of red because it's 10 minutes long right and it's right. not going to get airplay so she decided to include it on this album and she was super excited that she was able to perform that original version of the song and so, I don't know about you guys but I think it it's, it's just self-indulgent. It's uh it's, it's not like, I don't think it's a good song. It just rambles. Yeah, and it's just so personal that like nobody else can relate it's to it. It's like a kid who writes a poem and then you you read their poem because you're reading their diary and you're like, Oh boy, that's like teenage angsty stuff. And you just want to say, right. guess what? Jake Gyllenhaal just wasn't into you and move on. There's another perspective well, to the I, Taylor Swift debate. I, I mean, I, I don't mind the love song. her music. I do. I, 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 it's a lot. And then Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers. Wow. Hi. That was 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> Colin Jost made a joke about Taylor Swift right at the beginning of Weekend Update. Something about what did we all just learn? That um, if you break up with Taylor Swift, you're going to get a 10 minute song. Right. Performed. Well, yeah, it, yeah. And in the whole time she's singing it, there's like this professionally shot music video that she directed. It. Yeah, it's just like, come on. And it's got that Sadie Sink from um, from Stranger Things in it, that cute little redheaded girl. Oh, yeah. The I newer girl. I yeah. loved her. But it was, it's, it was just, that's the only word I could think of to describe it, is it was self-indulgent. Yeah. I'm sorry, Taylor. I love you so much. That's interesting to hear from you, Donna, because you are such a fan right. of her, so... I know. That's interesting know. to hear. I'm going to find out what uh, you know. Our friend Brittany, who sometimes fills in, feels about it because she's a she's, she's a, a yes. Swifty. Yes. Yes. She might have loved it. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't right in now. the mood. Okay, you text her. Okay, um, also, Taylor took play uh, took part in a Pete Davidson. Uh, what are the name of those guys, Steve, on SNL oh, that the do the videos? Guys. Oh, they're yeah. hilarious. Why are they not like players? Well, I think we're going to start seeing more and more of them. I think. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We also saw um, two new um, cast members. There's a girl named Sarah Please don't Sherman. Destroy. Please don't oh, destroy. Okay, that's got it. it. That's, their, that's what they go I by. I won't interrupt again. No, no, please interrupt. Sarah Sherman, uh, super weird. She was part of Weekend Update. There's another guy who played a robot guy, Aristotle Atari. Yep. Um, yes. So they seem pretty solid. Pretty yeah, the funny. robot guy was uh, was funny. And then she, what was her bit that she was doing that was that was good? She just kept like writing new headlines, to, totally to, framing Colin Jost. Yes, as if he's like a bad person yeah. and he needs to be canceled. It was, it was very funny. cute. It very was very funny. cute. Uh, then my favorite sketch is called Strange Kid Tales. So Jonathan Majors, who was the the host, and Keenan Thompson are the um, the host of a show where parents bring on their kids who have like supernatural experiences. We have a we have a little bit of it. We'll play like you know a minute twenty seconds or something. Our first guests are Marla Winters and her son Caden. <laughs> What's going on with this little boy? Oh, well, Caden's uh, always been so perceptive, and it's like he can see otherworldly things that we can't see. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, well, well, like the other day, we were walking by a cemetery. Nope. <laughs> and he starts waving at someone, only there's no one there. Do not like it. <laughs> so... I say, who are you waving at? And he says, the man in the red jacket. The who and the what now? <laughs> and the weird part is... Oh, that wasn't the weird part? Well, when I was tucking him in that night, he waved at the corner of his bedroom, and I said, who are you waving at now? And he goes, the man in the red jacket, he followed us home. No! <laughs> <laughs> no they jump no, out of their chairs. No, no. No. Thank you for being here, but you gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it moving. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Our next guests are Dave Timkins and his six-year-old son, Max. <laughs> hey, no. No. He just starts saying no. Yeah, Kid get... already looks creepy, ain't he? Said a word. <laughs> so you get the gist. It just keeps going on and on about these kids and how they're conduits to the afterworld. No, I knew like it was going to freak you. you out. Yeah, there you go. I would have uh, reacted the same exact way. I'll link up to it, by the way, on the Donna Steve okay. Show Links page. Why don't you play along with us right now? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Call now. Play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me or Donna. Bet right. Win a prize. 651-641-1071. Howdy. Shall we play a little game on the Donna and Steve experience? It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are, and uh, I'm going to quiz you today in honor of uh, Taylor's 10-minute rant against Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal on national television. The, these are uh, breakup songs about other celebrities. 
Oh, Breakup songs about oh, other celebrities. Man. And here to play along is a woman who's never been broken up with. Oh. Amy! Amy! There's our girl. Ermer. Er, Amy, how are you? I'm fine. How about you guys? Oh, what do we have to do to... Fine feels... Okay. That's not a... We need to get you to a good, my friend. Maybe we can win you a prize and your day will go from fine to good. Great. Oh, now you're going to have to choose uh, Donna or Steve. That would be me. The topic is breakup songs. And you have a decision. I think we're going to have to go with Girl Power Donna. Yeah. That strikes me as a little anti-man. Rocco, doesn't it? Kind of. But right. that's Amy. That's Amy for you. That's in a nutshell. Typical Amy. All right. Amy in a nutshell. All right. I'm going to go play the guitar. Bye bye now. Bye now. Okay. Steve's gone. Amy's going to go down on hold. Can I ask a question? Yes. These are just random songs, right? These are breakup songs. I'll give you. I'll give you some context clues. But it's not Taylor Swift. It's these are breakup songs throughout history okay. about other celebrities. And you're right. I could have done the entire quiz about Taylor Swift breakup songs about other celebrities because there have been a few, okay. but I didn't. Okay. You ready? I guess so. We'll start with this one. The most recent of the breakup songs I'm going to quiz you on. We're going to go all the way back to 2015. Can you name the Justin Bieber breakup song supposedly about Selena Gomez? Can't remember. Can you name the 1995 breakup song supposedly about Dave Coulier? Yes, that's um, the, the Alanis Morissette song called um, uh, all, all, um, You Ought to Know. And can you name the 1972 breakup song supposedly about Warren Beatty? Yes, um, that is You're So Vain by Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one by Bieber is called... Ah, shoot, I'm not going to come up with it. Mm. That's right, that's why you got Amy. Okay, I'm going to go to Amy. By the way, I was listening last week, you were playing this game when I was gone, and the caller helped you out, you got it right, and Don didn't give you credit for it, and you lost. Oh, yeah, a what bunch was of bull. it again? I don't remember. I don't know. I know. Nobody, everybody's... Everybody's got different rules. Me. I know. Um, Amy, how do you feel about Donna's answers? Oh, I know, because I only had to give one answer. I think Donna did a great job. Mm-hmm. I wish I could help her with the first one, though. I'm not a Beebs fan. Come on. Yeah, Steve is. That's the problem. He was just problem. in town. He was doing doing some songs at Target Center. We're going to be tied because Steve is not going to get the last one, but he's going to get the he Alanis right. Morissette one. Shoot. Well, right. let's just take our chances. All right. I'll All wave right. at Steve. Hi, Steve. Here he comes. Okay. Yep. Hello, Steve. Hey, guys. What's up, man? All right. Breakup songs. Hmm. Unchained you probably melody. don't know any breakup songs because you've been with the same woman since high school. 10th grade. Yeah. What is a breakup? Did you get broken up Describe with in like eighth, yeah. ninth grade? Anything? Uh, yeah, Heather Smith um, broke up with me seven times between <laughs> fourth and eighth grade. And you sat around listening to sad Creed songs. Yeah, it was tough, man. Well, everybody hates getting dumped. Yeah, everybody man. hates getting dumped. Uh, maybe they uh, maybe they write a song about it, and uh, maybe it goes something like this. Let's start with this one from 2015, Steve. Can you name the breakup song uh, by Justin Bieber? That is supposedly about Selena Gomez. Love Yourself. Can you name the 1995 song uh, supposedly about Dave Coulier? Oh, you ought to know. Can you name the 1972 song supposedly about Warren Beatty? 
You're so vain. Oh, shoot, dog. Amy, not going to win a t-shirt. So you probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. All right, Sorry, that's it. I didn't think you'd get the last one. I knew you'd get the first two. Oh. I got you, the second, too. You I got couldn't the remember the Bieber too. song. I know and the song. If you like New Way, you look that much. Baby, you should go and love yourself. My mama don't like Sorry, you. Amy. She likes everyone. Saya, thanks. A- Amy, oh, Amy, Amy, wait, Amy. no, hey, don't don't run off like that. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But here's the good news for you. Silver lining, my friend, is yeah. since you were a massive loser today, you are allowed <laughs> to call tomorrow. Had you won, we would have banished you for 30 days from all competition. Okay. Well, you know, tomorrow it is. Tomorrow it is. Thanks, same time, same place. Right. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, Amy. Hmm. She That's seemed fun. irritated with you, Donna. Yeah. I was I like, oh, yeah. Her. I'm a terrible person. No, Donna. Sorry. Look at us both in our gray sweatshirts and sweaters today. I know. We're all cozy. Is that cozy? I wore a cardigan sweater. I've got some Ryan Purpage vibes going on here. Oh, yeah. DJ Perp worthy. <laughs> You're going to have to he'll catch you on a royalty. By the way, anytime I see Ryan in the newsroom. Oh, hey. Oh, wow. I didn't see you there. I scared him the other day. He was licking a lollipop while putting together a newscast. And then I appeared beside him and said, oh, God, I didn't see you there. How long have you been there? Did you get hired here, too? Is that what you're doing after Twin Cities Live? I, 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 I. Oh, that's funny, Steve. And he um, always says, uh, well, if you need someone to fill in. Mm. And I say never, every time. Um, he's trying to he's trying to get on to Twin Cities Live. He's trying to get on the Don and Steve experience. Steve. What? Instead of what? getting tipsy today. I had a Kenny G tip. You hate Kenny G. What do you want to do? I want to talk about the Katie Couric book. Is this our official moment? Yeah. This is now the Donna and Steve read-along, hashtag, it's not a book club. We decided to, uh, Donna got the book, Katie Kurtz's book called Going There. I picked it up a day after. And after a lot of debate, we are now just read whatever you want. We'll talk about it every Monday, read whatever you want, and it's fine. That being said, we will find out where we each got to. How are you doing on the book? I I got to page one twenty five. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful! See, this is I got to page ninety six. All right, so we're about the same, but yeah. at least nobody's saying you got to get to one fifty because then it's like I can't go to bed. I can't go to bed until <laughs> I get to one fifty, and then you're not enjoying the experience. It feels like an assignment, right? Yes. Um, are you enjoying it? Loving it. Yeah, I, I like th- it too. I love the pacing of it. It's really great, and she she has cracked the code for how you. Talk about your past, how you talk about your childhood and a your little. upbringing. She's given us a little more than I want. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here, what I like, though, is even if she does a little bit, because we're both like, get to the cooking, right? Let's just give me the meat. I, I know you as this, so tell me about this. I don't need 85 pages of your junior high life. Take me to where I know you from. But she starts off with her working in the industry and then jumps back and does a two-page chapter about that. But by the end of that chapter... She'll still bring you to current day chronologically and in, in where the story's going. And I really like her pacing in this book. It's like yeah. three-page chapters. Donna. Yeah, I love that. I like that a lot. I like that she sprinkles in things that people might grab. Um, as Did you know this about Katie Couric? 
Yeah. And she kind of nonchalantly throws some stuff in where you're like, well, that's kind of significant what you just yeah. said there. How about Neil Simon? Uh, how about that? Neil Simon. She's, she's like sitting front row at a mm-hmm. thing with uh, that Neil Simon is on stage at, I believe. Yeah, like a Q&A or something. Yeah. And he keeps making eyes at her. And she feels him making eyes at her. And then she knows that he knows that she knows. And then she goes back to the station and there is a uh, there's a little notepad, uh, a note paper waiting for her in her like mailbox. A, you missed this call. Remember those? Yeah. And it said the name said Neil Simon. And then the uh, the box was checked called, which meant he was reaching out to her. And then they went to dinner. They went back to his place. Mm-hmm. It's all the further that it went. How about the Larry King stuff? Jeez Louise. Did you get there? I did. Yeah. Wow. Larry. Uh, yeah. And then how about the fact that Why they were to go out with him? That was a little peculiar, wasn't it? Um, but she said that Larry King, after he made a pass at her, they went to dinner, went back to his place, I think, after the second date or something Spoiler like that. Spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler. Um, that's the thing, though. We're not we're spoiling the book. We cannot. That's the most frustrating thing about talking about a book is when you feel like you just can't say anything about it. Well, yeah? I feel like... You know, all the interview shows were picking up on all the excerpts. Oh, these were excerpts when she said Larry King tried to put his tongue down my throat or something like that. Like, we read about that a few weeks ago. But, um, <laughs> Donna, cool. <laughs> Donna's like viscerally reacting to that concept right now. She said that she and Larry were able to laugh about it every other time that they saw each other That's over great. the years. That's great. positive, right? Yes. I'm really enjoying the book. And, um, I'm going to do a a quick trip to Los Angeles today. I'll be back on Wednesday. Point of that is, I'll be on a flight for four hours. Oh, great! Today, so I might hours from here. Maybe three hours. I thought it was maybe four hours from New York, coast to coast. I think that's more like six hours. No, I I think Steve's right. I just went to Phoenix and about three and a half. You had another half hour to L.A. Yeah, I mean New York to. L.A. to New York is probably about five hours because of the jet stream. I bet you it's about six hours going New York to L.A. It's 3,000 oh. miles. That's like New York to Heathrow. Forget that. Just You could go to be in Europe in Europe. five hours. Europe. <laughs> but maybe I'll finish the whole book. I don't know. All right. All right. Great. Because I don't mean to brag. But? I'm, uh, I'm flying business class. I don't think I've ever flown business class I don't even before. know what that means. Is that first either. class? Is that? I don't think it's first class. I think You it's, get drinks? What's that mean? I get a dinner. It says dinner. I'm going to come hungry. I'm not eating all day. I'm waiting for that, that plain dinner. All right. So I'll sit there, I'll wine, I'll dine, and I'll read. Is that illegal now? Excuse me, Steve. Ear muffet, buddy. Okay. Hey, Rocco. Yo. So seriously, how long before Steve big times us, you know, and then doesn't... Starts not returning our calls or our texts. I already do that. It starts with business class. Yep. <laughs> and LA. Yeah. You know? <laughs> business class is the gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to Get you, Get that sir. chicken cutlet, man. Yeah, enjoy it. Oh, and then, by the way, uh-huh. I'll be back Friday. Uh, uh, so I go there just for a little, uh, a quick meeting on Tuesday, and then I fly back I board, oh, think of this. I board the plane, Minnesota time, 2.39 a.m. on 
Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning. It's a red eye. Oh, great. So I will be on four hours of red eye sleep. So we'll have crappy Steve Patterson. You bet your bottom dollar. Great. Don't forget we're on TV, too, on Fridays. No, but I'm coming back on Wednesday. Oh, that's right. I just have Tuesday. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Where are you going on Friday? Nowhere. I just, I have so many vacation days that I haven't used yet this year. Oh, must be nice. We had a pandemic last year. I had five days left over. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't used much vacation time. I better start. That's great. You know, using some here and there. So I'm just going to, I don't know, lay in bed and read my book. Mine. All right, we got to go. What do you want to do? Oh, oh, I started a new show. I would like to talk about it. I think Rocco will like it. Steve, I'm not sure about you. Hmm. I think it's my new Ted Lasso because I'm done with Ted Lasso. That show. Did you finish it or are you just over it? You're I'm kind of over it. I'm over it. You know it. what? I have my wife and I haven't moved forward on it either. It's it's fine. I get what it is. I don't I don't feel like I, I need to see what happens on the next episode is what it is. But I'll tell you what I'm watching mm. and then you can decide for yourself if you think you should watch it too. And we come right back on my talk one oh seven one. Donna and Steve on my talk one oh seven one everything entertainment. We are joined by the one and only DJ. <laughs> Do you get a lot of clumps out there? In, uh, no, it was funny. My, um, we were going through some old pictures of my kid, and I saw him on a ride at Valley Fair, and it was like a Snoopy, you know, Peanuts-based ride. Yeah. And in big letters behind him, it said Clomp. No. no way. So then I started, I Googled like Peanuts, Clomp, and sure enough, Charles Schultz used that word a lot. Oh, Clomp, Clomp. So, I, you know, I think I texted you guys, said, hey, oh, let's, get some, the- let's get some tattoos made. Yes. You know, and I thought about that, Rocco. It wouldn't take a ton, I'm guessing. I don't know you super well, but well enough, I feel like you could be talked into getting a clump, clump tattoo. Am I <laughs> right in that assumption? I mean, I, you know, working on the show got won me a Marconi Award, so, I mean, what are you mm-hmm. going to do? That's true. Yes. Also you, also you. The what three if? of us get Marconi clump a, a tattoo. I got an idea. Okay. I have an idea. I'd this rather, is great. All right, go ahead. We're going to save this. Can somebody send a reminder? Save this for next year's Project Down and Dirty. And we get DJ Rock Lobster, Sir Clump, and a Clump. Shabork and Borg, he gets tattooed live on the air. Oh if we get to a certain donation amount. Oh, my God. And then we could have it happen. Hannah would live stream. She'd lose her mind. It'd be great. Come on. Next October is a Clump. <laughs> what's, what's, uh, yeah. I'm t- I've spent my first 49 and a half years tattoo free. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, you, you yeah. You strike me as a tattoo guy. I, you know, I also have a short attention span. There's not much that I want on my, you know. How about 11-11? Oh, that's a good idea. I would do 11-11. Steve gave me an 11-11 bracelet one oh. time. And I was so sad that ago. I missed 11-11-11 on 11-11 with you guys. I am too. Sorry. It was, and I listened. It was quite a magical moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Donna said, make a wish. Okay, back 11, to the adult 11, 11, 11. Talk. 11. Okay. Um, um, anyway, let me tell you what I'm watching. Thank you. It's on Apple Plus TV or Apple TV Plus, whatever you call it. It's on Apple. And Rocco listened to the entire podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the Paul Rudd, Will Ferrell, uh, Catherine Hahn, The Shrink Next Door. And... I guess it's based on a true story, huh? 
Yeah, about a guy who went to a shrink and the shrink kind of took advantage of him and took over his life. So here's what's happening right now. I am three episodes in. Uh, Paul Rudd is amazing. Hmm. Will Ferrell, his character is beyond annoying. What? He's that angsty, um, that angsty, like... Uh, like Richard Lewis, kind of mm. Woody Allen, kind of, oh, oh, yeah. oh, everything's going wrong. Oh, I have no self-esteem. Oh, it is really taxing and it stresses me out. But and it also stresses me out because I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode. And you can already see where this is going. Do you know what I mean? OK, you see that this shrink is his wheels are spinning, you know, as he finds out that Will Ferrell's character has uh, quite a bit of money and he starts manipulating him. And Will Ferrell's sister, I'm sorry, I don't know the character names yet, um, in this is throwing red flags, you know, like, hey, wait a second. Right. And then, of course, Will Ferrell's character, who is seeing the shrink, is like, well, you don't want to see me change. You're making this about you. It's just like... The the dynamic is so stressful. Is is this a Will Carroll uh, Will Ferrell dramatic performance? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? I like it. Okay. It's got a little bit. Of, he's good. He's really good. He's just. It's his character that sucks. Is there comedy in this? Yes. There's a lot of Jewish comedy. You know, like a. You kind of have to. You kind of have to watch it to to know what I mean. Okay. Um, and very New York, if you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah, yeah I'm walking here. Very, very New York. Um, Paul Rudd, he's almost unrecognizable because you never see him play characters like this. He's always like this cute, charming, love interest, Ant-Man. Um, it's very, very different. Are but, these 30-minute episodes? You know, funny you ask that. I thought they were... But I feel like yesterday's or the most recent episode, because I think they come out weekly. Uh, I feel like it was 50 minutes. Okay. So I think they vary I'll quite a it. bit. But, oh. Uh, good stuff, though. I mean, there I've read mixed reviews. I saw some that were up, some that were down. It's good. It's really good. It's just really stressful. And that's how I like to watch TV. Paul McGuire, yeah. Well, it's funny because you were mentioning Will Ferrell. You were describing his character. I was like, uh... Does she oh, not... he's so annoying. He's just the person that you want to slap and go, snap out of it! Like, geez, <laughs> yes. get some bees. If you know what this I mean. is how I feel. I was, it's not like you were describing you. You're like, he's always worried, doesn't have as much confidence in himself as he should. Different. I'm like, that's my... Uh, Different because he's he's just weak, you know what I mean. He's weak and he's taking over his father's business and he doesn't feel like he measures up, and so he doesn't have like an authoritative bone in his body. Mm. Just it's a lot. He's that's just tough. A wimp. Now, also on Apple TV Plus, and for a very different demographic. I just went and was disheartened, and then I was heartened. So DJ Rock Lobster at 10 o'clock dropped the Fraggle Rock bomb and was like, hey, they're rebooting Fraggle Rock. Such a nostalgic 80s, 90s kids show. 
So then I went and looked, and I was like, wait, I see that it's out now already on Apple TV Plus. There are six episodes. Oh, really? Well, well no, 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 no. Let little, me explain. Oh, sorry, go ahead. It was, I, I got all disappointed because then it said, uh, it's Fraggles Rock On, and it had a split screen of them with, you know, like Dave Grohl or Jason Mraz, and it said, even though the Fraggles are all in different places, like social distancing, they're still able to show that we can have a good time. And I was like, oh, man, is it going to be this? Like, I wanted full Fraggle Rock, the underground layer. I wanted the, all of that. Just looks cool to me. So that was a special that they did, just a little teaser special, six episodes, I think short little episodes, whereas Fraggle, <coughs> excuse me, Fraggle Rock, uh, what's it called? Return of the Rock? or Something like that, right? Re- yeah, Back to the Rock. It is the full, the doozers are coming through, working on their construction. Their underground layer is expansive, and it looks beautiful, too, because right now, if you ever watch it on YouTube, which I sometimes do with my kids, it's grainy and it's 80s. This is high definition. The colors just pop. It looks fantastic. January 21st is the official release date, and I'm pumped. Uh, I, we'll go with a question in the back. Again, uh, first time, long time. Hmm. I want to know if Moki made it. Of course. Thank your sort of spirit animal, so to speak. Doppelganger. Yeah, when people are like, who does Donna Valentine look like? You either get. Uh, Celine Dion, right? Yeah. Or Moki, the, the, the fraggle who wore a lot of dusters. Or Maxine from those Hallmark cards, the old <laughs> lady who's always like moaning about something. I think she was the one who called her uh, boobs a second set of knees. <laughs> I think it was her. I don't know. Good times, guys. I like to do it. All right, bye now. No, no, let's come back. We have a third hour coming your way. Fine. Um... Let's see here. Oh, we have a Yellowstone discussion after the break. I heard somebody say something crazy about it over the weekend. Donna's done with season one. We discuss next.